welcome, welcome, welcome to my, my life, my choice. Coming to you live, Las Vegas, Nevada, guys. Yes, yes, Las Vegas, Nevada. No more snow here, might I add. It's nice and sunny, sunny Las Vegas. So welcome to the show. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I'll be your host for the next 60 minutes or so. And you are listening to an episode, and I, if I, if I haven't missed my guest, I think I've been doing my podcast now for 10 years. I think this is my 10-year anniversary. I actually need to check stuff and put something up about that, but I think this is my 10-year anniversary. Um, but that being said, anyway, guys, welcome to the show, Dr. Wendy Dearborn, you're truly here from My Life, My Choice, and guys... You know, this show, it's about me, it's about you, it's about us creating the lives that we want to live using the power, literally the power of the universal laws, using God's laws, spiritual laws, natural laws, so that we can be all that we have come here to be. It's not about trying to emulate anybody, it's not about trying to perpetrate, it's none of that. It's about you making the choice, the choice to be who it is that you have come here to be and to show the world who you are. So, guys, this show, as I said, it's all about me, it's all about you, it's all about us creating our lives through the power of our conscious choice. It's about you and it's about me, it's about us individually doing our own due diligence. Not because you hear anything on this show or you see something in a movie or a documentary or docudrama or what have you, or you hear something... Not because you've heard it means that it is right in the way in which you've heard it for you. Not because somebody sits down in tailor fashion to do um, a meditation means that tailor fashion is right for you. You might need to sit reclining. You might need to lay down. You may need to lay on your, on your stomach. You may, it's about you doing your own due diligence and figuring out what works best for you. So that being said, welcome guys, and today we're going to be talking about chaos, and God knows in the last, I want to say, hmm, let's call it, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it since uh, February of last year, 2018, chaos seems to have been, um, you know, the, the reigning thing in my life, um, you know, chaos definitely has been um, rearing its head in my life. And hence the reason, I suppose, why I'm doing the show. And based on the fact that I'm actually seeing and I own quite freely drawing into my life um, many people, clients as well, who are experiencing chaotic things in their life. And to a degree, some of them are looking so defeated. Some are looking so crushed as a result of this. But that being said, I do have some clarity on this today, and I know I'm going to be all over the board as I talk about chaos. I'm going to be all over the board today because I'm, I was making copious notes, and some of it was very, very random, but I was making copious notes, so hopefully I can weave it all together for you guys so it'll make some sense. So in the synopsis, actually the, the title of the show today is Chaos, Prevent It From Ruling and Ruining Your Life, and it really, really can. In our lives, to varying degrees, we all experience states of utter confusion. Ain't that the truth? Lack of organization, there is that, and general order. When this occurs in your life, mine, yours, we've experienced or you've experienced chaos. 
Chaos can show up in minor ways, like little things, like, you know, the small um, junk drawer in way in the back of the garage, you know, that's not hurting anybody. It's just a junk drawer. It never gets remembered too much unless that's the last ditch place that you go and look for something. It can show up in, in larger ways, like your closet, you know, or cupboards that are either filled like mine, filled filled with kitchen gadgets, stuff that you know you're never going to use, stuff that you, even when you were buying it, you were sort of saying to yourself, why are you buying it? Your closet's filled with clothing that no longer fit, they're outmoded, and or you don't vibrate with the design, the actual cut and the colors that were used to make the clothes. That's a whole other story by itself. But, you know, so, so it's outdated for you. And then, of course, you can have um, chaos as it presents itself in epic ways, where you become paralyzed, which is what I'm seeing a lot of, where you become paralyzed, literally frozen in place, and you're unable to have a meaningful and coherent internal inner conversation with self. See, this results in you being, this. what this results in is you not being or being unable to make a choice that's in the best interest of self. And when that happens, sometimes you can get into this cyclic thing and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and deeper and deeper and deeper and bigger and bigger and bigger. And And I'm talking about the chaotic cycles in your life or what's going on in your life that's chaotic. Chaos has the ability to undermine you in many ways. And of course, the obvious is not achieving your desired manifestation. You know, you don't get the thing that you really wanted to get. But the unobvious is far more sinister to me, in my personal opinion, is far more sinister and far more detrimental to your, you know, your overall well-being. And that's how you're living your life, how you're choosing to live your life. So anyway, once again, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert, clarity expert, and coach of the laws, and that's laws plural of attraction in action. And it's laws plural because there's this, misnomer out there that the law of attraction is the thing that will do it for you. No, it's understanding that the law of attraction is made up of many, many laws that are going to do for you what you need to do. And when you um, start engaging in and having a clearer understanding of the laws, that means you can actually wield them and use them effectively rather than being dragged along in life and the laws using or working their wiles on you. So one of the things that you may or may not know about me, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, thank you so much. If you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. But one of the things I do is I love to learn. That's, that's a passion of mine. I love learning. And, of course, things that I'm interested in. And I've always been interested in sciences, whether it be physics, quantum physics, whether it be chemistry, orga- organic chemistry, you know. Actually, that was, that was okay. Organic chemistry, I was going to... I was going to hit that. But chemistry, um, physics, definitely biology. I mean, that, that's my thing all the way along the line. I like herbology and, of course, zoology had a fair interest for me. So I like to learn things as well as theology, uh, spirituality, all that sort of stuff. And when I was actually researching chaos for, for the show, one of the first things I do, I go to the dictionary, all right, guys, I go to dictionary.com usually. And it was really fascinating because 
There are words, who knew this? There are words that have become obsolete. Who would, who would think that a word could become obsolete? And I'm here to charge that just because we might not use the word in the way that it was originally created doesn't actually mean that it's lost its vibrationary power. Let me just say that. But anyway, I, I came across, you know, I was looking in the dictionary and it sort of said that the word chaos was um, obsolete. And it was obsolete for the word abyss. Now, the definition of abyss means something, a deep, immeasurable space or a gulf, a cavity or a chasm. So in short, this obsolete use of the word Chaos, for abyss, in short means a wide, bottomless, dark pit. A wide, bottomless, dark pit. And, you know, when talking to people, primarily in in a professional capacity, this is how many people describe how they're feeling when they are experiencing their own brand of self-imposed chaos. And... Let me just say this, and I'm going to say this later on in, in, in this podcast. We actually create our own chaos. Chaos doesn't create us. We create chaos. So that being said, chaos, the theory of chaos. So let me just actually read this bit to you because I got this from um, online. Chaos theory, from a scientific or scholastic, uh, scholastic, sorry, scholastic standpoint, is fairly simple to understand. The chaos theory is part of mathematics and the theories that go with math and mathematics. It looks at certain systems that are very sensitive. A very small change may take a very a very small change may make the system behave completely differently. A very small change in the starting position of a chaos system makes a big difference after a while. So basically, guys, what this is really saying in a nutshell is, and I'm going to talk about the the, the butterfly theory, chaos butterfly theory, is simply this. You can um, drop a penny over here and get to the airport on the other side of town and not be able to purchase your ticket because you're a penny short. As a result of that, you are unable to get on a plane where you are going for the job of your life. This is what it means. It's taken a certain system, a monetary system, that can be very, very sensitive, and it's created a small change within your actual, your ability, your wealth, your ability to exchange, because there's a universal law of exchange. So it's impacted your ability to make an an exchange so that you can exchange what you need using money to get a vibration or an energetic thing happen for you. And it couldn't happen because you were a penny short. And as a result of this, it had a big difference, a big impact in your life. This is chaos. 
And that's that's just really chaos theory at 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 its. I'm going to say at its basic. However, at its basic is what chaos theory is. Before I talk about the downside, before I talk about the downside of of chaos, because there definitely is a downside, I want to speak about the upside. And guys, as we go through this podcast, as we go, as we talk today, what I want you to bear in mind is that everything, including chaos, has importance in your life. Okay? Everything. And it doesn't matter how it actually all that does matter is how you choose to use what's happening in your life. Because the things that are happening in your life, they're happening in your life. They are presenting you with tools and actually new tools so that you can start crafting from where you at where you're at. That's one of the things, you know, guys, it's really important to know that your life from any given minute, your life actually move from where you're at, which is why you always hear me say, you need to start where you're at. That's another reason why when working with uh, clients, as as I coach people, I'll start where you're at. There's no point in me starting with you where you were at because you're not there anymore. So it's about starting where you're at. So when things happen to you, and your life is turned up and upside down. It's about starting where you're at and using what you now have as a tool to get what you want. So the upside to, to, to chaos in our lives, and it does have an upside. And that upside really can and it really does shake things up in your life. It's like it can turn you upside down, shake you, and then turn you inside out and drop you on the side of the road for dead. It can t- chaos can turn your world inside out. However, and, and when I say inside out, it can impact your relationship with self and others. It can impact your relationship with people, money, places, things, possessions. They're, all these things are turned upside down, inside out. You know, your house could burn to the ground. Your car could get stolen. All these sorts of things. Somebody be you know, somebody run away from you, all, all these sort of things. However, the upside to chaos is, okay, so this has happened. Once things have settled down, and things will settle down, this is the universal law. That's a law. Things will settle down. Once they've settled down, you can choose to employ what I call um, detached involvement, and that's something that I use in coaching, detached involvement. You can employ detached involvement, and if you employ detached involvement, you can choose not to engage with these situations emotionally so that you can look at the situation and just observe it. You just look and observe. There's no judgment. There's no criticism, there's no anger, there's no blame, there's no shame, there's nothing. You just look at the situation and you just watch it like a a silent black and white movie unfolding before you. And you see, guys, when you're able to actually practice detached involvement, you'll be able to see with clarity what you need to do to create the peace, the harmony, the balance, the organization or whatever it is that you are wanting for and in your life. 
So, again, as we go through the show today, I really do want you to bear in mind that chaos plays an important role in your life. And the upside is when the dust settles, you can use the tools, the new tools that you have been given to craft out, to, 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 to chisel out, to uh, sculpt out the life that you say that you want to live. So chaos. Hmm. Chaos. Chaos is disorganization to the nth degree. Chaos is also wrapping in a pretty little bow which we call procrastination. And of course, anything like that really is a fear of not, and you fill in the blank, okay? Like procrastination is a fear of you fill in the blank because it is a fear. Chaos is confusion. It's disorder. It's misdirection. It's a break with trust. It's a lack of understanding. And it, it, it's a lack of being able to um, unravel your life, which has become so enmeshed and so enmeshed, sorry, so enmeshed and so entangled with things that are going on. You know, people, places, and things, and then the emotions of them, and then the emotions of other people, because at the end of the day, we are all entangled. We are all connected. I don't care what people say. We are all connected. All these little strings that are going out, we are all connected. And so chaos is total and utter disorganization. And I mean to the nth degree. To the nth degree. It's confusion. It's disorder. It's um, misdirection. It's a break with trust. It's a break in boundaries. It's It's a breakdown of understanding. It's a breakdown of being able to, to, to communicate. It's a breakdown of being able to, to um, actually tap into self. It's a breakdown of being able to actually express yourself. And the question when people find themselves in chaos, whether it be at work, whether it be in a relationship, whether it be in friendships, whether it be in your country, whether it be in your church, the question that many people find themselves asking, how did this become such a mess? How did it become so complicated? You know, how did, how did, how did I get all tangled up in this? You know, I have, and, and really and truly, there are a myriad of reasons why. There, there are thousands. Look, you can backtrack. You can trace it back. But in order for you to backtrack and trace it back, let me let me tell you this: you're going to need to unravel and untangle what's going on. So, guys, I'm just going to cut to the chase with this. It boils down to this: chaos ensuing in your life, okay? Chaos happening in your life boils down to this: you are doing things that you don't want to do, okay? Chaos ensuing in your life. Chaos coming into your life, chaos, whatever, however it's hitting you, whether it's hitting your pocketbook, whether it's hitting your, your, your bank balance, whether it's hitting you health-wise, relationships, career, it's because somewhere 
in your life, you are doing something that you don't want to do. And as a routine for yourself, a dynamic that is going to get your attention so you can address it. But I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, guys. So um, the question may come to ask yourself: How did how did it how did it get so tangled up? You know, how did it become such a mess? Why 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 is it so complicated? But as I just said, it boils down to you doing that you don't want to do. It's things that you feel that you have to do because, in some instances, you must do them. And really and truly, there are some instances that really and truly, I'll phrase it this way, in some instances, you must do them, but there's always choice. As this shows about choice, there's always choice. However, what I was referring to, like, you know, you may not really feel like doing this, but you have a baby and the baby is dependent upon you for food, for care, for love, for shelter. And it's not something that you want to do. Or people who are unable to care for themselves, they're dependent upon you. And you're doing it. But you don't want to do it. And as a result of that, chaos ensues. Because you you can't do something over here and not expect a result. Every action gets a reaction. And you see, the action, even if it's not expressed externally, but that inner action of not wanting to do, you fill in the blank, is going to get a reaction over here. And invariably, the reaction that you get over here is a reaction that's manifested in the physical so you can actually feel it, you can touch it, you can smell it, you can taste it, you can feel it, you can squeeze it, you can hear it the whole nine yards. So, guys, um, it's really important to understand that chaos is in your life because you're doing things that you don't want to do. It's incumbent upon you to do them. I mean, really, you have a baby. You need to feed the baby. You've got somebody who's dependent upon you for their, for their well-being. You kind of need to take care of them. You see, guys, and then there, there are the things that you are doing that you don't have to do. Like things, things like taking on all the responsibility in your household. Taking on all the responsibility in your household. Whether you're a single parent or you're married and, you know, it's you, um, your spouse, you know, I don't know, a couple of kids, three, four kids, and maybe the grandparents are living, your parents or his parents or her parents are living with you. So there, there might be seven or so people in the house, but yet still... You're taking on the, the entire responsibility of the running of the household, you know, the cooking, the cleaning, the shopping, the da 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 the whole nine yards. Why? You see, not trusting others, not trusting others and or or sharing the load creates chaos in your life because you don't want to do this all. You don't want to do this all by yourself. Actually, you feel put upon, and as a result, it creates chaos in your life. You see, not trusting, as I said, chaos um, is a break from trust. 
not trusting self to trust others because you want it done a certain way, even though the outcome gonna going to basically come out the same. You know, you might feel that you need to, to um, mow, the, mow the grass. Okay, you cut the lawn. And you like to start from the north side of the garden. But your hubby likes to start from the middle and he'll work his way down one half and then he'll start at the other end working his way back to the middle. But because that doesn't even make sense to you, it's like, oh gosh, I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself. And as a result of that, many people create chaos in their lives. They create chaos. As I said before, chaos is not so about not being able to communicate what your needs are. Chaos is about not being able to authentically communicate what your needs are. And one of the things that I do know, and one of the things that I believe, is that everybody knows what they want. Everybody knows what they want. Many people will lie and say they don't, but everybody knows what they want. If you're unhappy, what you want is happiness. If you're unloved, what you want is to be loved. If you're unliked, what you want is to be liked. If you feel disrespected, what you want is respect. But for many people, to break it down to something as simple as that, I I actually think that many people don't believe it's as simple as that, and it is. You know, just recently somebody was saying to me, well, I I don't know what I want. And I beg to differ. Yes, you do. What don't you want? I don't even know that. Well, what's making you unhappy? What in your life at this moment is making you unhappy that I don't have time for myself? Well, right there, you've just told me what you want. Right there, you've told me what's not working for you. Working for you. Right there, you've told me what is creating chaos in your life that you don't have time for yourself. And as a result of that, the universe is complying with your thought process and creating all the distractions and all the things that God can send to one person so that your time is eaten up, so that you're moving and never getting anything done, never getting anything accomplished. So, guys, communicating your needs and what you want is your responsibility. This is your job. This is your job because nobody will really ever know what you truly need until you say so. You know, it's like you, you, you watch, um, I don't know, some, sometimes these game shows, you know, people have been married donkey years, and I say donkey years, 25, 30 years or what have you, and, you know, husband and wife and um, both think that they know each other really well. I mean, they know each other like the back of their hand, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I always wonder with that phrase, you know, if if people's hands have been chopped off, if, you know, and they laid them all out, would you be able to identify your hand? I, I've often wondered that. But anyway, um, that's the macabre me. 
Um, you know, and, and, you know, the show host starts this question and, you know, the wife says, well, blah, 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 blah. And, and this is actually, this is true. Actually, it was, it was um, husband and wife, they'd been married for many, many years. And the show host asked something about, you know, you know, what does your spouse do or husband do to annoy you? And um, at first she said nothing. And then she said, well, no, that wasn't true. And then she said, really, you know, when he, about him shaving and that he doesn't clean the sink after he's finished shaving. And he looked absolutely horrified, mortified and horrified because he'd been doing this for years. But earlier on in the, in the marriage, very early on, she asked him if he would clear up after himself and he didn't. And she decided to let that go. She was choosing her battle. But here we are on national TV. And up it comes. I'll never forget that. That amazed me. The look on his face was priceless. That amazed me. That amazed me. So I have every belief that um, that changed in their household because I believe he heard her. I believe he heard her. So that being said, anyway, guys, um, chaos really comes from you not expressing or being able to communicate authentically and express what your needs are. And as a result of that, people, ah, people in general are afraid of expressing themselves, especially when it comes down to their needs of somebody else not doing something within their sphere. And they're afraid of expressing themselves. And really, you can fill in the blank. Um, and as a result of that, chaos ensues. You see, wherever you have fear, wherever you're afraid, um, you're going to create a dynamic for chaos to evolve. And, you know, just so we're all on the same page, guys, just so we're all on the same page and you understand this, if something's going on in your life and you need to communicate what your need is, you need to communicate and express authentically what your need is, if your attitude or your um, go-to for this is, oh, you know, I can't be asked, I can't be bothered, you know, um, I don't want to deal with this now, um, you know, oh God, you know, I can't, I can't be bothered because I know what's coming down the pike and blah 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 blah, and all these excuses is you giving yourself permission not to do something that you need to do, okay? So all these, all these excuses excuses come up and they're, they're all varying degrees how it comes out blah 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 you don't want xyz to happen the whole the whole nine yards and you don't want whatever to happen because invariably it will lead to something that you don't want to happen and something that you don't want to happen is you don't want that to happen because you have a fear of it happening and a fear of how you'd have to deal with it you know, and it might mean that you have to deal with whatever situation. You might have to come out guns blazing. You might have to come out and say, enough is enough. I'm done. And so a lot of people will not express themselves and allow chaos to ensue because they're not being authentic. But within them, this authentic thing, the authentic you, I said thing, the authentic you is driving itself to come out. That's what its job is. 
That's what its job is, and that is what it's going to do. You know, many people, they don't, they actually don't communicate what their needs are. Because, again, um, they're afraid of the chaos that may come with, with, with it. But not realizing chaos is coming with it anyway. And many people don't express themselves because they feel that they're um, ill-equipped to deal with the, the aftermath or deal with the, you know, the, the reaction. Chaos in your life can also come from not having conscious clarity around what you want. And this, too, is huge. This is huge for, I would say, most people. Not having clarity, conscious clarity around what you want. And I'm saying, I'm going to say put conscious in parentheses, okay? Put conscious in quotes. Because unconsciously, you know what you want. As I said, that thing, that you, knows, that authentic you, knows what you want. And the authentic you, knowing what it is that you want, that the authentic you's job is to make that manifest, to make that real. So chaos comes from not having conscious clarity around what you're wanting, yet being led unconsciously to the desire of the thing that you want, the subconscious desire of the thing that you want. And just so we are still on the same page, once again, chaos is not a bad thing. It's about getting your attention and trying to get you to course correct. And that's what chaos the upside of chaos can do for you. Now, chaos can create bad things in your life. And can it? Yes, it can. Does it? Yes, it does. From suicide to homicide and everything to bo- everything in between. From loss of health to wealth to the breakdown of relationships and anything in between can all be attributed in some way whether small or large, as I said about the the chaos theory when when we started, a small thing happens over here, but down the pipe, it creates a big thing over there. So chaos being a bad thing, yes. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. And many of the things that go on in our lives can and are attributed to a chaotic mind. A chaotic mind. Now, I'm going to say this, and this is a broad sweeping statement. We all have these, these inner voices, you know, that speak to us, we speak to them, we hear, you know, blah, 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 the whole nine yards. So what I'm going to say to you is that the inner voices, the inner voices, if they're all speaking to you at the same time, of all these voices, and what I'm what I'm really referring to is the logical reasoning and analytical minds, and you know your logical mind, your reasoning mind, analytical mind, as well as your intuition. When everything is speaking to you at one time, it becomes a challenge. You can't hear. Actually, it can 
become quite overwhelming, which leads you to become underwhelmed, or some people underwhelmed. Everything, when it's coming at you like that, becomes entangled. You know, it's like people just, say, throwing all these all these little pebbles at you until, you know, you've got 100 people throwing pebbles at you until all you can do is just kind of put your hands up to kind of shield your head. When the internal voices, including the intuition, is talking to you and everybody's talking at the same time, everything becomes tangled, just like a ball of string, um, just like a ball of yarn. And the irony is, the more you try to disentangle or untangle what's going on, the tighter the tangles become, the more the voices, the louder the voices, this and that. So much so that if you've ever had a chain or, or a piece of yarn, actually create a knot. And you don't even know, yeah, it was tangled up. But how can it create a knot? When you need one end of the the actual string to create the knot, but you can't find the end. So, yeah, chaos comes as a result of all the voices speaking or one voice trying to drown out the other or the the, 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 um, logical mind trying to tell the analytical mind that analytics has nothing to do with logic and reasoning trying to trying to play you know placate the two voices and the intuition that is never wrong and that is always right giving you the information that you need but you see life is about choices life is about choices so what do we do about Preventing chaos from ruling and ruling, ruling and ruining our lives. So, what what do you what do you do? Truly, guys, what do you do to prevent chaos from ruining and ruling your life? Well, before I share some uh, some tips and some you know bits on that, what I want to say to you is this. It's time to take your life back, okay? And only you can do that. So it's time to take your life back. Take your life back. It's time to take ownership of your life. Own it. The good, the bad, the indifferent. And let me tell you something. The the, the good outweighs the bad by a long shot. So own your life. It's time to take responsibility for your life. Be responsible for the things that you do. Be responsible for the things that you say. And God knows it's beyond time for you to be fully embraced and take on accountability for your life. You see, guys, it's your life. It's nobody else's life. It can never be anybody else's life. And the irony with that is, 
I see people on a daily basis trying to give their life away, not recognizing that they can't even give it away because that can't happen because it is your life. It's nobody else's. It's nobody else's. They cannot have it. Because two people at the same time, even if you have somebody who has grandmother personality disorder, 36 different personalities, only one at a time can come out. No two things can occupy the same space at the same time. This is your life. You can't give it to anybody. You can't give it away. And nobody can take it. Nobody can take it. You know, it's like saying you can inhale and exhale at the same time. That's like trying to give your life away. That's like not owning your life. That's like, like not taking responsibility or accountability for your life. It's like saying you can inhale and exhale at the same time. That's not going to happen. Your life is yours. Your life is yours now and evermore. So, guys, moving forward, you want to know what to do about preventing chaos in your life? Number one is, Take ownership of it. Take responsibility for it. And God knows you will be and are always accountable for it. And you know how you're accountable? Because your life is manifesting. You are seeing the product of your choices. You are seeing the results of your choices. You are seeing the results of actions that have got reactions. Own it. And there's so much power in that. If that's one thing that I could bottle, it it would be that. Ownership, responsibility, and accountability. There's so much power in there. There's atomic power in there. So that being said, moving forward, you know, so what do we do? So what do you do, you know, about preventing, uh, preventing chaos from ruling and ruining your life? Well, one of the things that I would go on to say is that we live in these fantasy worlds, and we really do. We live in these fantasy worlds that unfortunately – do not have substance for sustainability. And what I mean by that is if you imagine it, you can manifest it. But, guys, there is work that goes along with that image, that fantasy, and that desired manifestation. And the seemingly mundane actions of life, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, and all the other type of work that you need to do, laundry, the, the cleaning the house, shopping, all the things that you may consider to be mundane and for others, drudgery in life, those are the things that need to be done. Those are the things that you need to do in order for you to get what it is that you want in life. You know, if you're a baker and you're, you're offering fresh bread every morning at 7, God knows you've got to be up at 2 o'clock in the morning because you need to get that bread baked. And if you're going to school to get a piece of paper that, that you know, and everybody who knows you, you're already qualified because you came out the uterus with this natural talent. But they say you need a piece of paper, the mundane things of life. You're going to go to school and get, you're going to go to school and get that piece of paper. If you're doing a nine to five and you are working with the boss from hell, all the while you're building your your soap and your your skincare, blah, 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 all, all the things that we can we conceive to be 
the mundane things of life that have us rolling our eyes in the back of our heads, sighing, wanting to run away, get on the freeway and just not look back. I'm not coming back. All these things, they actually come under the guise of inspired action. And I know you're like, what? What? What you talking about, Wendy? That's not inspiration. My thing to you guys is, if this is your thought process and or not, don't you think, and this is my question, don't you think it takes inspired action to walk through through the daily process of living a mundane life? Don't you think it takes inspired action? It takes inspired action to be committed. It takes inspired action to be disciplined. God knows it takes inspired action to go the distance, even even when you don't feel like doing it. And how many people are doing things out there that they don't feel like doing? You've got kids, you're doing it. You've got husbands, you're doing it. You know, got a wife, you're doing it. You have a job, you're doing it. Blah, 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 blah. That is inspired action. But people don't see it as that. It's being consistent. It's being disciplined. And sometimes when you flip the script on how you're looking at some of these things, it can revolution, revolutionize your life. Chaos externally in your life is showing what's going on inside of you. It really is. Once again, you've heard me say this many times, your life is an inside job with an external manifestation. Moving forward, don't forget that. So whatever's going on outside of you, whether it be within your home, whether it be your body, we'll start with your body, and then your home, or the people in your home, your home, then your neighborhood, then, then the city, then the county, then the country. Whatever's going on inside of you is going to manifest on the screen of space external to you. The life that you're living is based on each and every thought that you have had. And each and every thought that you have had has come from within you. Chaos doesn't actually lend itself to clarity, clarity of thinking. It becomes hard to make a choice, especially in the best interest of self, when things are chaotic in your life. Why? Why? Because you can't hear you. You can't tap into you. You can't differentiate from anything going on inside of you. And you can't. You can't. It just sounds like noise. And so you're defeated, you're dejected. Shoulders slumped, you just don't know, you're crying, you're, you know, you're staring out into space, blah, blah, blah. You're trying to create a space where you can hear you and you can be heard. You know, how many times have you said, literally, ah, just stop, stop, I can't think straight, just give me, give me a second, give me a minute, I can't, look, I can't think with all this coming at me. How many times have you actually been in that position? Have you ever said that to yourself or or, or, or to somebody else? When too much information, too much stimuli, that's what it is, too much information is coming at you and there are answers being demanded of you. Well, guys, if you've ever been in that position, you have truly experienced the chaotic mind. And we've all experienced that. 
So once again, at the start of the podcast, at the start of this podcast, I spoke about the upside um, of chaos. And I also made mention that there's a downside to chaos too. And that downside is a dangerous place. You see, targeted chaos is used to create and fuel social disorder and unrest amongst people of different religions, cultures, ethnicities. This is how war starts. This is how genocide can become acceptable. When, when people and things are in utter chaos and those around them are not in that same chaotic vibration, they'll be able to conquer and divide. You know how many kids have got over in a household because mum and dad are arguing? You know how many kids have got over? Plenty. Plenty. Because it leaves a segue to be conquered and it leads away for division. You see, the underbelly of a chaotic mind is that it erodes away at your self-esteem. It really does. It's a mind that has become susceptible to the external influences and external control. Because we are always seeking and looking for stability so that we can create a ground or a sound foundation so that we can sustain the thing that we want to manifest in our life. We can sustain in going the distance for the things that we want to manifest in life. We can sustain inspired action so we can nail it. You see, a chaotic mind will allow you to be influenced and controlled by things that really don't support you. This is why people can sit down and they can watch things like the Kardashians and all this and absolutely mindless. This comes from having a chaotic mind. In that time, you could truly be working on you and what it is that you want to achieve in your life. Because believe me, and God bless them, the Kardashians have achieved theirs. Chaos creates, also creates a wave of doubt. And I spoke about doubt in a show a couple of weeks ago. Doubt is insidious, mate. It creates doubt. And it creates a wave of doubt that is so strong that you can begin to doubt the reason for you ever existing. Chaos, the underside of chaos, literally forces you to question your worth. I'm not good enough. I don't even know why I've got this house. I don't know why I've got this family. I don't know why I've got this kids. I, 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 you know, why do I even have this business? Why do people even want to talk to me? I'm, I'm not getting... Chaos can allow you to question yourself at that level. Chaos has the potential to destroy any relationship that you have with yourself and others. And many marriages, I have seen so many marriages disintegrate because chaos was the prevailing vibration within the home. And I'm not talking about arguing. I'm not talking about arguing, although that can be a part of it. I am talking about the inability to effectively communicate authentically because of the noise in your mind, because of the fear of what will come about if 
you speak your truth. So guys, how do you find the end of the string so you can have a start point and or leverage so that you can untangle this chaotic ball that is your life, so you can undo these mysterious knots that have been created in your life? And yes, I did say that you have created. Moving forward from here on now, I'm holding you accountable. You created this mess, only you. People can't do this for you. People can influence you, but you have to allow yourself to be influenced. So, yes, you created it. And that's a fact. Own it. Let's move on. In fact, as I said earlier, ownership of this fact will empower you. So moving moving forward, empower yourself. Own it. Wherever you find yourself, own it 100%. It's happening to you. So let's get it straightened out. One of the first things, guys, that you need to do, as I've just said, is you need to own your life. Own it 100%. Own it. Take responsibility, accountability for where you find yourself at now. This is your start point. Not back then trying to change what happened back then. Not trying to change your future. It's now. So first acknowledge in your life, number one, acknowledge in your life that there is chaos. Number two, then you have to want to change. And in addition to that, you have to know what you want to change. You have to know what that change is. Okay? So you have to want to change. In addition to that, you need to know what that change is. What is it that you're wanting to happen? Number three, you have to want change more than you want chaos itself. And some people are happy with the chaos. It gives them an excuse not to be, not to do, not to do anything. It gives them an excuse to live in their piss-poor misery. It gives them an excuse. And then you have to ask yourself, what is the next step in you getting what you want? Not how do I get what I want. What is the next step in you getting what you want? So own it. Own your life from this point. I own my life from this point. I take responsibility for everything that has ever happened to me. And I'm not blaming, shaming, judging anybody. It's not happening. Even myself. It is what it is. Number two, acknowledge that your life is in chaos. Own it. Then you have to want change and you have to know what that change is. What are you wanting for your life? And then you have to want change more than you want the chaos. Because some people want chaos more than they want change. And then you have to ask yourself, what is the next step for me to do this? Now, part of ending chaos in your life um, is taking your life back in asserting control. It's all about finding clarity, uh, uh, clarity in who you are and what you are and what you want for your life. And acknowledging that you are so worth it because you are. It's about knowing what you want, and focusing your intention and attention on that. Is this easy? Hell no. Hell no. But your life is unfolding around you. 
And so therefore, there is something that you can do about it. And that something is, take a look at your life. And I really mean this, guys. Take a, take a look at your life, all right? Take a look at your life. I'm just up in the time here. All right. Take, take a look at your life, guys. And I want you to look at the chronicles of your life. And we have many. I don't care if you're only 21. We have many chronicles in our life. But take a look at your life. Take a look at your chronicles. And be proud of what you've accomplished. Because you have accomplished things and you have accomplished good things. You have experienced more good than bad. And if you don't feel so, well, I'm here to tell you you're still standing. They haven't taken you out of the game yet. At your life. Look at the chronicles of your life and be proud. Because, guys, as you truly look, if you look with detached involvement, you'll be amazed to see what you have done in this life. You'll be amazed to see that you have already taken control over your life. And believe it or not, you have taken ownership, responsibility, and accountability for your life many times over. It's important to embrace the lessons that chaos brings into our life. And I'm going to rephrase that. It's important to embrace the lessons that we bring as we bring chaos into our lives. Because I'm going to tell you another thing here. Without them, without chaos, without these lessons, you, me, we, you wouldn't know what it is to experience organization. You wouldn't know what it is to experience clarity. You wouldn't know what it is to experience order, to experience trust, to experience love, to experience understanding, to experience um, clarity, you wouldn't know. You see, in chaos, there is order. And there is a universal law of divine chaos. In the same way that there is a universal law of divine order. And you are, we are, I am, we all are subject to the law. We're all subject to the law. So, guys, chaos in your life gives you an opportunity to take control by asserting yourself authentically onto your screen of space. Chaos is needed. Wanted? No. Needed? Yes. Order? There is no chaos. And without chaos, there is no order. For you, it's about finding the balance. It's about finding the balance. One of the things that I'd like to say, and I'm going to get ready to wrap it up, actually, because I've just gone over the hour, but I, I wanted to say this. With chaos, there is the butterfly effect of chaos. And I'm going to read this, and then I'll give my twist on it, I think. But anyway, um, in chaos theory, the butterfly effect 
is the sensitive dependence on initial conditions in which a small change in one state of a deterministic non-linear non system can result in a large influences, excuse me, can result in large influences, excuse me, influence, can, can result in large differences in a later state. A small change in initial conditions had created a significant different outcome. So that is, as I said earlier, a butterfly can um, a butterfly can beat its wings in the Amazon and create a tidal wave in Australia. Something as small as that. And in our lives, that's how things show up. A small thing today can create a huge thing tomorrow. A small thing. Getting on a plane, getting on a plane today could literally mean that your life has changed 20 years from now. Saying yes to something, saying yes to I do 40 years ago will change your life, how it shows up 40 years later. It's the small things that have atomic power in our lives that we take for granted. It's the consistency and the discipline of doing, the repetition of doing that makes things great for us. So chaos in our lives, yes, it has a place. Can it help us to create the life that we want to live? Oh, hell yes. Is it hard? Yeah. Yes, it is. Chaos can be a very, very challenging, challenging lesson, a challenging tool to master. But can you master it? Yes. Can you use it? Yes. Is it all choice? Yes, it's all your choice. So, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I hope this has been helpful to to you. And once again, don't forget, ownership, accountability, and responsibility. Number one, acknowledge acknowledge that you acknowledge that you have chaos in your life, and actually that you've created it. Ownership, accountability, and responsibility. Then, what you want to change, know what it is that you you really want for change to be, and then you have to want change more than you want chaos itself. Many people will live in the chaos. It's easier for them to maneuver through life. Then ask yourself that question, what is the next step in me getting what I want? Not how do I get what I want? What is the next step? can be a nano step, quantum leap, baby step, huge stride. You get to choose. But on that note, guys, I'm out. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time, guys. Peace. Oh, yeah, and if you haven't been following, my husband and I, we've been doing a 30-day um, whole food plant-based challenge, and I'm actually going to talk about whole food plant-based, I'm going to talk about veganism, vegetarianism, what the differences are, all of that. That's going to be coming up in the next few weeks, but we've been doing 30 days, and guys, he doesn't know this yet, but between me and you and everybody listening, he thinks our 30 days finishes on Saturday. I've got news for him. We're going to the end of the month. 
But until then, guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Until next time, talk about creating chaos, eh? Until next time, guys, peace. Thank you.